He has to produce something here. And he goes again. Referee Howard Foster looks on. And that's it. That's the end of the challenge of Jordan Thompson. And still, the IBF and Ring Magazine Cruiserweight Champion of the World, Ty Opataya. You'll never oh. get sick of hearing that, will he? Oh, mate, I've got, <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm getting chills listening to that again, Sats. You and I, that was grand final morning. Yeah. And we were texting each other. in our fr- grand oh, final day. It was unbelievable. Built the crap out of him. And the man... Who's uh, held onto the title is joining us now, just back from his holiday yep. in Europe. Jai Opataya, thanks for joining us again on Sports Day, mate. Thanks for having me, boys. How are you? Yeah, great. As you, as we just said, we'll never get sick of hearing that. I'm oh. sure you will never. Also, you've already heard it once before after you beat Maris Breedis, but in 2022. But I've got to say, Jai, the body would be feeling a little bit better compared this time compared to when you you first got the title. Yeah, for sure, man. This is the first fight I've actually come out of the ring and, you know, been able to just focus on the next fight. It's, um, but it's a good feeling, man. I can't wait. Yeah, of course, that fight against Maris British. Now, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it justice because people say he broke his jaw. He didn't. He smashed his jaw in multiple t- places. And it was such an impressive performance against Jordan Thompson. Now, with the long layoff, during the recovery, it looked as though you're punching harder. With that long layoff, were you able to fine-tune a few things, Joy? Um, yeah. Uh, so before the jaw surgery and stuff, um, I actually had a hand surgery. So, more, like, 90, like it was the majority of my pro career, we, um, I was fighting with uh, a bad left hand. So um, it was – we had one fight and then the Maris Bredis fight – was the only two fights that I had since the surgery. That's why I had such a layoff between those two fights as well. Oh, I saw that on, on your documentary, actually. It was a great documentary leading into that fight where you said there was a part of your career there where you had to get surgery on your hand, but you simply just couldn't afford the operation. Was that correct? Yeah, back in the day, man, we, you know, and being at that the start of the career where you got to stay active, it just, you know, we couldn't afford it. And, it, and my career couldn't afford it as well, you know, that long layoff because... You know, I, I was in the, I was in a cast for nine months, and then, um, you know, it was a, it was a long road back, but, you know, we're here now, and it, it all worked in our favour. Yeah. Now, round three in the fight, your opponent Jordan Thompson, he jammed you with a good oh. shot to the chin, yeah, oh. which would have dropped many fighters, but you seemed to switch into switch into even a greater beast mode because. Um, that ability to withstand that physical discomfort. Now, I know you come from a long line of fighters, both on your your mum and your dad's side. Where's that come from? I know a lot of it comes from your training. Does a lot of it come from your bloodlines as well? Um, you know, I think a lot of it comes from the sacrifice we've had to sort of give to get to this, that point. You know what I mean? It's, um, people people don't understand. People only see the, the stuff that happens in the fights and in the rings, but they don't understand the, the time and the effort and the, the sacrifice, the pain that you have to endure to get to that point. You know what I mean? Even the jaw surgery, the whole thing, to get back to the ring. Oh, those The physical pain's nothing compared to the emotional pain you've got to put yourself through, you know? Mm. Oh, mate, you looked you looked absolutely amazing. Just you, the, 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 I don't know. I know bugger all about the technicalities of boxing, but I tell you what, you looked amazing. And, and the commentators, they could not stop waxing lyrical. I don't know if you've had a chance to go back and watch the fight. Being at Wembley, performing the way you did, I mean, Wembley's the holy grail of sport. 
How was that, mate? Ah, oh, man. It was, a, it was a good feeling, you know, to finally be where I belong in those big stadium fights. You know, I've been waiting a long time to get to, to headline those big stadium fights. And, you know, it was a relief, you know, walking out to those stadiums. It was just finally we're here. So mm. it was a good feeling. What about the reaction from the crowd towards you? Um, you know, I, I was there against the crowd, you know, it mm. was, uh, which is understandable. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in enemy territory, and um, that's why we went there as well. We went there to earn respect, and I feel like that's what we did. And what about, what I was going to say, what about post-fight, though? Did it turn a little? And, and you know, the media you did locally in, in London, how was all that towards you, Jai? Um, it was busy, you know. I was doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that, but um, I definitely feel like they uh, they had it as Jordan Thompson's fight night, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like they... Uh, they were really, I don't know, they, I had the, even though I was the favourite going in the fight, I felt like I had the stacks um, up against me, but it just made that victory even more sweeter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It reminded me of Rocky Four, you know, when the yes, Russians turned yes. in favour of Sylvester And they were, they were chanting Rocky. That's exactly what it was like yeah. that I saw from the coverage. <laughs> yeah, there was so right. many people so impressed with the performance that uh, who didn't know you before definitely know you now. Now, everyone has to chase you for the belts. So... Would you like to bring those big fights to Australia, Joy, or the lights of the UK and Madison Square Garden, Vegas? Is is that something that appeals to you? And um, the 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 big fights in America, the big fights overseas, I feel like they've already been done. You know, I feel like it'll just be another boxer fighting in another stadium that's already been done over there. But yep. I feel like bringing the fights here to Australia, and I and I really want to bring um, a unification fight the Gosford Stadium, my hometown in the Central Coast, um, you know, things like that. I, I feel like doing what hasn't been done before is more appealing to me, you know what I mean? If those American fights do come and those, those another, you know, fight over in the UK comes, you know, obviously we, we take it and we do what we got to do and we, we, we go handle business. But I, I feel like I, I take a, a lot more pride in doing it here on our home turf, you know, like, that was the whole point of going over there is earning the respect that we, we, we deserve. Mm. And um, I feel like I've done that and, you know, I hope it works in our favour now. Now, talking about unification, there's a guy by the name of Chris Billum-Smith. He's 18 and 0. He holds the WBO, I think, from, from memory. Is, is he the one that you would fight as part of a unification? For sure. That's, that, that would be a – I really want to fight for that WBO. Yep. You know, I want that – I've wanted that WBO for a long time. So, you know – I don't care if he's got it or someone else wins it in this matter of time. I, I heard he's got to fight someone, uh, a Coley, a rematch with a Coley, but it does not bother me who has it. I want that WBO around my waist. Now, a funny story I heard, and I I, I, sure, I saw it on the, the documentary, which I found funny. You growing up as a kid, all your mates would come around and stay at your house, but over a period of time, you stopped having <laughs> mates playing, staying at your house because... <laughs> Because Joy wasn't allowed to play with his mates until he trained first. And so if his mates stayed over Joy, they had to train also, didn't they? Yeah. No, my, my old man would always make us go train them first. And whoever was at my house was joining in. That's oh, funny. Oh, That's funny. Hey, what's the documentary, by the way, Sats? What it's is called, um, uh, remind me what it's called, Joy? 
Unbroken. Unbroken. And it's where, on, where, on YouTube. On YouTube, right. It goes for about 25, 30 minutes. It's Great. outstanding. That's what I'll be watching tonight. Yep. Uh, mate, uh, you mentioned post-fight, bit of a holiday. Uh, did you manage to have that with the family? Uh, yeah, that was um, that was another victory on its own, you know. I've, my mum never been overseas, you know. She's never travelled, been on a plane. Took my, my brother and sisters over there, so... I got to show him Paris and uh, took him to Amsterdam for a bit of fun. So, <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, it was uh, Mum didn't get on the mushies, did she? It was, it was she? <laughs> hey? Mum didn't get on the mushies, did she? <laughs> um, hey, my mum's a veteran, so she was, she was teaching us the rope. <laughs> Jai, mate, outstanding a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and, mate, and thanks for finding time to talk to us again. Uh, you've made us so bloody proud. And... Every time I talk to Jai and I hear the passion in his voice, I get chills. Yeah, I'm good goosebumps now You're because a... the rest of the world now has stood up and taken notice. Absolutely. Yeah. You're an outstanding human being, Jai, and we'd love to talk to you again another time on Sports Day. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Cheers, boys.